0: I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate 9-to-5-er turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our 9-to-5s to to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way. But it wasn't always easy and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today. A business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from Timeless Principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. Good morning and welcome to a live broadcast of the Market Authority Show. It's Stephanie Lugo here and today for the podcast I wanted to come here live on YouTube because I felt like I had a message to share. I have my coffee this morning in my Market Authority mug. I'm just getting done with some of my morning activities and I got done reading a book that really spoke to me and I thought it was such a good message to share with you here. So I figured I would just go live today for the podcast and share something that was on my mind after reading this incredible book. So the book that I am mentioning is QBQ from John Miller. Now, if you haven't read this book before, Definitely recommend downloading it on Audible. But basically, QBQ is the question behind the question. And it is like a radical thought process on personal responsibility. And I thought that this was such a great topic for us in real estate because... Now, at the time of this recording, we are getting ready to dive into the fourth quarter. We're wrapping up a really challenging year for many, and we're looking ahead to 2022. Now, this is when we really start thinking about business planning in my world. So we're doing a lot of business planning. My team and I actually have a pretty in-depth session on business planning tomorrow, the day after this recording. So this has already been on my mind, and a lot of the things I'm asking myself are how can we take radical personal responsibility and really focus on the things that we can control to get our business to the next level. Now, this is really difficult right? in real estate because so many factors are outside of our control. We don't control the market. We don't control clients. And we don't control a lot of the changing winds of the industry that can really dictate how our days end up, right? Like, how many times have you had a perfectly scheduled day, (coughs) excuse me, a perfectly scheduled day ahead of you, and like one phone call derails your entire schedule or a client you know transaction disaster comes up and you have to go out and put put out some fires or maybe your kids get sick and you have to run pick them up from school your whole day is kind of off off rails I think that when that happens it can become really discouraging because we want so bad to tap into the potential that we know that we have as real estate agents but This is still a really emotional aspect of just being an entrepreneur and running your own business. And so I think that it's helpful to have some little mind frame like resets in our back pocket that we can use to help keep us in the right mindset for success. And so that's kind of what I was thinking of when I was listening to this awesome book QBQ. And the whole premise is learning to ask better questions, not only of your team or of people who you're interacting with, but of people who like yourself right so it it can really help you reframe different limiting beliefs that are holding you back it can reframe a victim mindset and that's why I thought that this was such a powerful message to share so what i have for you today are three questions that can really hold back your success in real estate and what you can ask yourself instead and I am doing this on a live broadcast on YouTube. So if you have any questions that you want to add here, I definitely welcome those. Or if you're listening to the replay, leave it in the comments or shoot me a direct message on Instagram at Bryce and Stephanie. I would love to hear what your thoughts are around this topic because I just think that this is really topical and really interesting to think about. So three questions that are holding you back from success in real estate. The first one that I want to share because I'm personally going through this myself this year why is the market so challenging? Now we have been in a really strong seller's market and I don't like giving bad news. And a lot of our buyers have run into a lot of bad news this year. We've had to write multiple, multiple offers for many different clients. And what used to take us an average of like six to 10 weeks to get a buyer under contract and closed now takes us months sometimes and that can be really discouraging and it can be really hard to keep our clients motivated on the other side too we get to work with you know really awesome sellers who might also have a contingent sale because they want to purchase or we we're working with sellers who end up getting like multiple offers on their home and we have to say no to so many people who just genuinely want that good home and that can be so hard and so i think a lot of times when we're wondering like gosh what do we do about this market it's you know there are always going to be times that for somebody the market's going to be challenging what can we ask ourselves instead so instead of asking why is the market so challenging why is this so hard why are there so many no's one after another Instead, I want to challenge all of us, myself included, to think, what can I do to help my clients get a big win? Like, what specifically is within my control? Even in a really hard seller's market, again, for the example that we're using in a very low inventory market when we're struggling to find great homes for our buyers. What can I do specifically to help my buyers get a good win today? Maybe I can spend a lot of time to maybe I can spend a lot of time to really find some great off-market properties in different Facebook groups or different networking groups. Maybe I can do some extra legwork to call or mail neighborhoods that I know my clients want to be in, right? So like, that's definitely a way that we can kind of reframe and empower ourselves to focus on actions that we can take instead of feeling victim mindset in terms of not being able to do anything for our clients in a really strong seller's market. Now, I'm seeing in the chat that I don't have volume, so I want to make sure that I do. So sorry, Lewis, if you can't hear me, let me just do a little troubleshooting. Okay. I'm just gonna ask ask a friend to listen in and hope that we're good because it's hard for me to troubleshoot on my end when I'm broadcasting live. Okay. I think that we're all good. Lewis, sorry if you can't hear me. Maybe like well, if he can't hear me, he can't hear my instructions, but hopefully we're all good. This is like always one of those things with live broadcasts, right? So we just kind of do it, we get through it. There might be hurdles, it's totally fine. So Another idea that I thought in terms of why is the market so challenging, right? Like what is another question that we can ask ourselves instead? Well, one thing that I really like to think of is how can I offer my clients support during a difficult home search? Right. Like particularly when we have buyers who get yet another no after not getting an offer accepted. And hopefully this dies down. Right. Hopefully the market begins to shift a little bit to a more balanced market. But when you're working with a buyer who's just desperate to get into a home, maybe they're on a time crunch and maybe they're getting ready to think like, well, maybe I should just rent for another year. Maybe ask yourself, what can I do to support my clients and help bring them, you know, a little bit of happiness today after maybe getting yet another no on their offer accepted? right? Like maybe you can send them just something simple and cute through Amazon or maybe send them a little $5 Starbucks gift card. Coffee's on me today. Take a moment to breathe through this through this uh, crazy home search. I promise that we'll be on the right track soon, right? Like there are so many ways that we can shower support and appreciation for our clients even when things get tough. And that really goes a long way. And that's how you create a client for life And generate more referrals in the long term. So that amount of extra attention and investment into that relationship is so worth it every time. Let's think about the second question that I had. So the second question is a really common one, especially for not even necessarily for new agents, but agents who tend to feel that like peak and valley situation in their business, right? Feast or famine, you might get really busy with a lot of clients and then forget to lead prospect and then look up one day and realize you have to start from scratch. That's super annoying, right? So if you are ever in that place where you're thinking, why don't I have enough leads or why aren't my clients committing to me or why can't I connect with more great referrals? That's a really bad place to find yourself in because again, we're, bl- we're placing the blame on everybody else. We're kind of retreating to a victim mindset. And again, we're not really empowering ourselves to focus on what action can correct that situation. So if you ever find yourself in a situation thinking, why don't I have enough leads? I challenge you instead to think, what can I do about this? Right? And one of the easiest things that can solve this problem, what can I do today to have two, five, or even 10 real estate conversations with real people? What can I do today to connect and have real conversations with real people? Now, in general, if you want to close, like the rule of thumb is if you want to close two deals a month consistently, you need to be having 10 conversations a day. And that should generate about 25 leads per month for like solid real estate leads, buyers and sellers. And those should convert to about two closed transactions per month. That's the solid rule of thumb. So if you're tracking those numbers and you are staying, holding yourself accountable to hitting those contact numbers that you're wanting to hit to generate the results that you're looking for, you will always be on the right path towards success. At that point, it's just a numbers game. So again, I challenge you to ask, how can I have more great conversations with real people How can I connect with people who are going to send me referrals or possibly want to even do business with me? Where am I going to find them? Are they on social media? Can I shoot out a bunch of comments and direct messages and try to start conversations that way? Or maybe can I, I don't know, pick up the phone and make some calls, right? These are all ways that we can actually empower ourselves to really move that needle in our business and get out of that limiting belief mindset where we're a victim. Everything's against us we don't have control. There is a lot that we have control. We just need to allow ourselves to see it. Now this leads us to the last question that I have. Now, um, I have felt this so many times and I wonder if you have too. Why don't I have enough time in the day? Ouch right? It's so hard in real estate. It's exhausting really, because there are so many hats that we have to wear. There are so many things that have to get done on a day-to-day basis, right? There's the marketing, there's the finance, there's the admin work, there's lead generation, there's transaction work, there's continuing education. Like it just never ever ends. And it can be so overwhelming, especially when you wake up every day, understanding that there's a gazillion things that you can do that can contribute to success in your business, but having no way to prioritize that workflow. And this is actually something that we spend a lot of time helping our agents in the Market Authority Academy accomplish. I was just talking to an amazing agent. We er, we actually had her on the show a while back, Christina. She was on the Market Authority show. So definitely go back and listen to her episode if you have not yet. She is An incredible woman out of Washington, a six-year agent, and she is devoted mom and wife to, um, well, a devoted wife and mother to six, I guess I should say. Busy lady, right? And after six years in the business, she came to the Market Authority Academy because she kind of felt like this. She was like, listen, like, there's so much that I have to do. And the clip that I'm working at is unsustainable. And at some point, I'm not going to be able to hit my volume and revenue goals. I'm not going to be able to be the mom and wife that I want to be something has to give. And so she joined us in the market authority Academy, and has absolutely transformed her business in the last year. In the first quarter, after three months with us, she was able to triple her goal of closings, in that first quarter, 90 days. And then fast forward to today, she has closed $8 million in volume for almost a quarter million dollars in gross revenue. Like how cool is that for Christina? And that is a huge shift from where she was before. She's closing more than she ever has. She's creating so many great opportunities for her family and for her husband and being able to really be the agent and mother that she wants to be. Right. But before that, She was saying these things to me. How, why don't I have systems in place after six years? Why don't I have enough time in the day? Why am I so behind on all the things that I want to be accomplishing? And I hear this from agents constantly and there's a lot of things that we can do. But one of the easiest things that you can do right now is change that question to instead ask yourself, what is one thing I can eliminate? What is one thing I can delegate? And what is one thing I can automate? I'm going to say that again, and then I'm going to break it down. When you are wondering why you are feeling so overwhelmed, you don't have enough time, ask yourself, what is one thing I can eliminate, one thing I can delegate, and one thing I can automate? So let's start with eliminate. Now, the unfortunate truth is a lot of what we do in real estate is busy work, and the work that we do will expand to the time that we allow it, right? So a lot of times when we find ourselves in this um, perfection procrastination mode, meaning like you want everything to be perfect. Maybe you're designing some really cool buyer guides and or maybe you're putting together some resource for a client and you can't really finish it because it never feels perfect enough. Maybe it's the post that you're trying to make on Instagram and you're overthinking every single part of this piece of content from the photo to the caption to the hashtags. So much so it's where you get overwhelmed and never even execute and post it to begin with. That is a really great mode of procrastination. So a lot of times when we are trying to focus on that perfection, we're actually just procrastinating doing the work. And so look at what you might be spending a lot of time in. Look at where you might be falling into that procrastination trap and see what you can eliminate. Now, one um, one of the best exercises that we do for this in the market authority academy is literally to track your time so oftentimes we're not actually doing as much of the work as we think we are or we're doing a whole bunch of the wrong work which is totally fine both mean that there are both of those scenarios mean that there are huge opportunities for growth but we need to find out what they are so maybe what you do is the first for the next you know three working days you track your time in an excel spreadsheet or even in a notepad for every 30 minutes You track your time and you log every single task that you did during those working hours. And I'm talking from your morning routine to the moment you're putting your computer down and turning in for the night, every 30 minutes account for the time and how much time you're spending on different tasks, what those different tasks are. And from there, I challenge you to eliminate as much as you possibly can. There is really only about two hours of work that we can do as a real estate agent Each day, that's actually going to be revenue producing and move the needle in our business. Anything else is just noise. Anything else needs to be eliminated, delegated or automated. So eliminate is always first. Get rid of any fluff. Get rid of anything that isn't urgently needing to be done right now and is not a revenue producing activity. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not still a lot of other things that should be doing, should be getting done, right? And so this is where we move to delegate. So if there's any tasks that have to get done, but maybe don't necessarily have to get done by you, this is where we look for opportunities to delegate. So maybe you're juggling several transactions right now. You know that you're dropping the ball on your marketing and lead prospecting, and you're worried about going into a feast and famine cycle in your business. If that's the case, you need to really consider getting a transaction coordinator who can take off a lot of that transaction work off of your workload, right? That is not something that you have to be doing. And I argue if you're closing more than two or three, maybe four deals consistently a month, you need to hire a transaction coordinator. So the other thing that you might look to do as well, if you are really getting stuck in the marketing, maybe it's time to look for help from a marketing assistant. If you are really bogged down with showings and it's just taking so much of your time, maybe it's time to look at a showing assistant. If all of this sounds really scary to you, there are other really easy solutions that you can look into too, like virtual assistants. You can look into leveraging technology to delegate some of this, like task management through Asana. There's really quite a bit that you can do to remove a lot of the workload off of your plate because yes, a lot of things have to happen for these really complex businesses to run smoothly, but they don't all have to happen by you. Now, that's that's delegate. So we talked about eliminate. We talked about delegate. How about automate? Let's talk about automation. So automation is one of the easiest things that we can do to quickly remove some of the redundancy in our business and also get back a little bit of our mind space. So whenever you are finding yourself maybe bogged down by email or different tasks or different marketing activities, you should be asking yourself which part of those workflows can be automated, right? And an automation can come in many different things, right? An automation can be templating an email so that you have that already done and ready to go the next time you have to send that email again to another client. So this is really great for client workflows, right? Like in in, in any given transaction you're going to send a lot of the same types of correspondence. So templating as much of that as possible is going to remove a lot of time and effort off of your plate. It actually really does quite a lot. And so even with my assistant now, anytime we are writing communication, whether it's a text, whether it's a Facebook post, or whether it is a DM on Instagram or even an email, we ask ourselves, does it make sense to template this? Because we might need this again in the future. And if so, we're going to template it and save it into our records so that we have it there for us in the future. Now, what about something more um, heavy lifting like automating communications for long term follow up? There are so many things that you can do here. If you're generating more than 50 leads a month, there are automated ISAs that you can bring on who can send um, basically automated texts out to clients just to touch base with them and make sure that you are still top of mind. This works really well with like colder leads that need more than maybe six six or more months to nurture before they're ready to transact. Um, so this is gonna be a really great fit for agents who maybe are buying internet leads, right? That's something that you can consider for your long-term follow-up that will have a major impact on your conversion so that you're actually closing more without doing more work, you know? The other thing that you could do too is just simple... Task workflows that are automated in your CRM, so for me, I use follow up boss for my crm i 've just used it for a long time. It just works really well for us, um, but for a lot of our workflows with our clients we 're actually automating as much of that task management as we can and communications. I know that kind of kind of sounds scary, but if you do it authentically and you don 't overdo it, you just you know kind of automate some reminders for when you need to be reaching out to individuals, when we need to be sending birthday gifts, et etc, et etc. That is going to take a lot of the guesswork out because you won't be constantly thinking like, oh, what did I miss? What did I forget? And that feeling is what contributes to the overwhelm that makes you feel like you don't have a lot of time. So again, all of that to say, what is one thing I can eliminate? One thing I can delegate and one thing I can automate. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to do those things right now, right? So maybe make a quick short list of those things and then have a plan in the next week to accomplish one. The following week, you're going to accomplish another and so on. So you're just going to chip away at those systems until you will finally start to see a little more space in your time, day, and mind. Interesting, right? How does it feel to give yourself a little more space and position yourself in such a way to where you can actually take a little more control over your life, over your business, over your workload? I would love to hear your thoughts. So if there is a question that I missed that you think belong on this short list of questions that hold you back from success and what we should be asking ourselves instead, definitely let me know in the comments or again, shoot me a DM on Instagram at Bryce and Stephanie. Um, and, and I'm really glad that you guys hung out with me here for this live broadcast. And thanks so much for listening to this on the Market Authority Show if you're listening to the replay. Cool, guys. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week. And until next time, keep on crushing it. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.